Hello, disruptors, innovators, and supply chain enthusiasts. I'm Lee Allison. And I'm Tara Bonetta. Welcome to AI and Supply, empowering change through disruptive innovation. The podcast where we'll unravel the untold stories behind the fusion of artificial intelligence and the supply chain. So buckle up, disruptors. The future of industrial distribution is now, and you're at the forefront. Get ready for AI and Supply, empowering change through disruptive innovation. Let's get this journey going. Hello, Disruptors. Tara Bonetta back with another thrilling episode of AI and Supply. In this edition, we're unraveling the magic behind AI tools from the artistic prowess of Canva to the innovative power of Dolly and Google's AI imaging. And what happens when Christmas meets AI and supply chains? Well, we've got a festive insight lined up for you. Ever wondered about the quirky connection between an old school Walkman and one of your hosts? But here's our real highlight. It's Women Wednesday, where we shine a spotlight on the incredible women shaping the AI landscape. This is AI and Supply, where every episode is an exploration. Ready to dive in? Let the disruption continue. One thing I'm interested to know is, do you have any favorite chat GTP or, or prompts or any tools that you like using as far as AI goes? I'm super excited about exploring all of the tools. I mean, every time I find one, I go and try to try it out. Yes, I think Dolly is uh, super interesting. Um, I think there's also another, uh, even the the old school Google, what is it called? Um, Oh, so it's just called Google's a uh, image generator. It's very cool, you know, so you just give like a brief prompt or however much uh, you want to put in there. I mean, it's astounding. Yeah, those are amazing. I know I use uh, Canva a lot and that's one of my, you know, big things I've been using for the past, oh gosh, five, six years now. I used it for some advertisement work um, that I did in both my last former role and the role before that. Um, but now I kind of just use it for personal use and it has a function like that. They've actually added a, uh, they call it magic wand, but it can create images from text that you make. So I'm interested to see how these change and how it's pulling um, information for images and if that will get better or change, if they'll be 3D, maybe we'll see a metaverse version at some point, which I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I know they're on Dolly. ChatGPT is on, I think it's Dolly 4. Is that right? Definitely accelerating fast in terms of what these image generators can do and what they can create. Now we also have some other tools that uh, actually do video for video creation well. So I think that's also fascinating and super fun to use. So Canva is your favorite too, do you think, for uh, creating things that you need for social media and things like that? Yeah, for right now, um, I haven't really found anything that's got as wide of a range that has a free version, but also has a paid version that is worth the time and effort spent to get ideas and brainstorm out of out of something like ChatGDP or uh, there's a ton of different search engine ones now. Um, but I really like Canva for the simplicity. I think they do a really good job of taking care of artists and 
their customers that are using it for, you know, those different aspects of social media um, presentations. They've also got a free version, I think, for educate educators. So um, it's used pretty widely in classrooms. I know in my daughter's classrooms right now, she's in fourth grade. They are using it um, and teaching the kids to use it for, for all of their presentation. Um, they've gone from PowerPoint <laughs> to Canva, which I think is is pretty cool, but it's applicable to what I'm doing. So we use it um, and have used it for presentations for customers in the past. It's just ease of use. You know, they have a recording function in it. Um, actually, our first video that we did was actually made in Canva. Shout out to Canva. Thanks so much. I'm going to... It's easy, you know, it, remember when we didn't have, you know, these video editing products, right? And they weren't free. None of them were free. You had to do it by hand. And I know, I'm sure you remember when you couldn't just do digital photography. You had to actually have somebody use film and print pictures so that you could have advertisements. So, you know, it's, it's progressing very quickly. I'm interested to see what Canva does now that everybody else is coming out with different software and apps. Um, if anything changes or if, you know, maybe they get bought out or maybe somebody kind of incorporates what they're doing further up. Sure. And how do you think about that or feel about that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, definitely an evolving space and uh, kind of everybody's trying to one up everybody else and so i definitely think that even with all the things they already make available they'll probably um, introduce new things and things that are have greater capabilities in terms of sophistication i mean as you mentioned we did the uh, we did our logo over there and then our first little uh post uh video uh we used it and so and then also with other fun uh images and things like that for uh, this podcast. So um, I think that it definitely will be evolving quickly. You already see it in yeah, so many different areas, content creation, website creation. I mean, I think a lot of people don't really even appreciate all of the ways that AI is being used to deliver the products and services that they need, whether it's the recommendations that you're getting when you're going shopping, whether it's, uh, the way that uh, customer service is provided to you when you have a problem or an issue, all of those things are being driven largely by AI and most people are totally unaware of it or unappreciative of it. Everybody just went through Christmas, so I'm sure they know packages don't just get to your door, <laughs> no matter where you order them from. Um, and I support small businesses and, and love shopping small and I thrift. So, you know, there's nothing like a good thrift haul, but sometimes you just have to order things. Sometimes your kid wants a old school Walkman and you can't find it, um, which was my experience this Christmas. And ordered from Amazon and it suggested probably a hundred different Walkmans. Uh, I think they call them MP3 players now, iPods now, but a little old school. So, you know, I didn't even realize that there were that many still out there or that there were that many options where people still even cared about MP3 players. Like that seems like obsolete technology to me, but 
it did its job. And AI definitely came through with the recommendations <laughs> for me to get one that was user-friendly. So yeah, the, I think there are IDF tags. I think mm -hmm. that's the thing that's, that's happening. Um, maybe not newest, but new to me that I've seen a lot of where people are actually putting those in their packages or putting them on pallets when they actually ship. And that's a, a new way of using that technology to get greater visibility in turn with AI. It's absolutely phenomenal how much they're actually able to capture. Right. Yeah, it's uh, super important. Also, uh, ways to reduce fraud and loss and things like that. So, uh, which are another great way that AI is being used to fraud detection, fraud prevention, and things like that. So, yeah, but I thought, you know, I don't know, maybe we should have just called Santa because I don't think he has to worry about the supply chain. That is true. You know, I had a Santa tracker on this. We also had to call Santa, which was an interesting experience. Uh, Santa gets left voicemails. Yeah. So if you ever need to call Santa, he will get your voicemail. He'll send you a voicemail back. So you think he's using a uh, for that, Tara? I think maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it was very helpful for me. You know, an old school letter is great, but I sometimes can't read my four-year-old's handwriting <laughs> or remember to buy stamps or oh gosh yeah remember to buy <laughs> i don't actually remember the last time that i bought stamps i wonder if ai will change that as well how we send content messages to each other like that yeah uh well i i'm still old school i send some some christmas cards so yeah yeah Hope None of the listeners are offended if they weren't on my Christmas card list. Just send me your address and next year. If you would like to be featured in the Christmas card list, please leave a comment below and let us know. I think we will probably be sending out AI and supply Christmas cards eventually or some kind of Christmas gift. Hopefully we get that far this year, coming year. All right. We've covered a lot in the past couple episodes and definitely want feedback from everybody. So if there's something we hit on that you want us to dive further into, please let us know. You can comment on our link, links or leave a uh, message in our chat boxes and let us know. I think we probably should talk about some of the notable people that are a part of AI and supply chain right now that are making waves or maybe making waves, but not in a good way. Okay. Yeah. So um, what if we focus on a few of the women? I feel like that's a great idea. Okay. Well, I think I mentioned um, Mira Murati a little bit before. Um, she's actually from Albania. Very cool. Yes. So one of the things I realized is that you can be, um, some of these women are uh, quite young, uh, trailblazers, really making their mark in the area. 
And so Mira Marati is one of those. So she was born in Albania, won some scholarships when she was in high school. And this led her to uh, get to attend college at an early age. I think she's went to college at 16 in uh, Canada. And so she went to uh, Colby, Colby College in Dartmouth, if I'm not mistaken. And like I said, she's the chief technology officer for OpenAI and then briefly did a five-day stint. Well, actually, I think she was only the, the CEO for three days because Emmett, and then she stepped back to her uh, CTO role. But she, she's been at several um, and all of them really leading the way for AI. So she worked at Tesla on the Model X. Also worked at Leap Motion, and then also made con- uh, she made significant contributions to autonomous driving, and then augmented reality. So at Leap Motion, she was trying to get rid of input devices and just like so you could communicate with your computer with your hands and things like that. Uh, but she said that uh, she was a little ahead of her time on that, and that um, just the slightest kind of uh, motion too far or something could make people nauseous. So she realized maybe it wasn't the right time for that. Um, and so she moved on and became a researcher uh, for OpenAI in 2018. So she's been there a few years, um, already had two of the top positions there and uh, has definitely made her mark in terms of helping to develop the artificial general intelligence. And she believes that it's really going to help solve the world's problems. And I think we probably are all in agreement uh, with that. She's definitely um, extraordinary to be able to accomplish all that. I'm nearly 30. So at 35, I, you know, that's five years from away from me where I'm right now. And I could not imagine being able to accomplish that much in such a short time. Um, So kudos to her. That was a great feature. Um, Was there anything that you researched or you found that was truly surprising to you about that story, about her, about her journey? Just as you kind of allude to there, how young she is and how, um, I mean, even, um, I mean, she was born in Albania and then uh, she loved math. So I guess maybe that was one of the, uh, she loved math and science. And so that was one of the things that uh, really positioned her at such a young age to attend and, you know, move to Canada and go to school. And so I think probably is the most striking thing to me is just how that's even possible to have been working on autonomous driving. I mean, Today we accept it, right? But when she was doing it, it was probably still like cutting edge. I mean, it's still cutting edge, right? It's not, it's not common everywhere. I guess it's common. Would we say it's common? I don't know if it's common. I think it, it's, it's possible. We all know the percentage of women in STEM is not as high as it should be. Right. Definitely. And so I, that's a common factor that the, among these women, young um, 
love math and science and things like that. So it really helps uh, get them uh, the experience, I guess, that they're enjoying at these various companies. And so it's kind of similar with Daniela Medea. Yeah. She now is one of the co-founders with her brother of Anthropic. And so um, they actually left in 2020, I believe, because they were concerned about those guardrails we were talking about. And so they didn't feel like things were being, um, that safety was not the, as top concern as they felt it should be, let's say that. And so they felt like they could um, engage in the same kind of processes and make the same kinds of uh, contributions in terms of benefits to the world while also considering how they can make AI safer. And so they have, I think their model is Claude too. And I guess arguably Claude too is um, the closest competitor to ChatGPT, but uh, they have some interesting takes. And so they actually founded their company as a, uh, public benefit company and they wanted to do that so that they could focus not only on private but also to incorporate these concerns that they had for safety. Then hopefully you know, as things progress, more young women come to the forefront and are able to really take advantage of, of this new technology that needs to be developed. Yeah, I think that's right. And so I think there's definitely opportunities and that's definitely something that we want to encourage in this podcast is uh, to encourage young women uh, to go into STEM and to, um, or in business, right? In distribution and in uh, supply chain. Uh, these are really ripe for uh, great opportunities for young women. And so I think that these uh, two specific models that we've talked about today really kind of highlight the opportunities that are available if you're willing to work hard and um, these kinds of things interest you. All right, guys, that is going to be it for tonight or today or this afternoon. We are so thankful that you have spent your time with us listening to us talk about AI and the supply chain. And so we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. See you soon, guys. Thanks so much. Peace. Bye.